Hey there, welcome to the Root Cause Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Jones. On this podcast, we go in depth with leading experts from all walks of life to understand and improve your health and well being. Today, I am super excited to be talking with Dr. Trevor Cates, host of the Hormones, Health, and Harmony documentary. She interviewed 50 leading experts all about hormones and hormone myths, and I was honored to be one of those 50 that she interviewed. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about what she learned. Dr. Cates is the author of the USA Today best-selling book, Clean Skin from Within, and founder of The Spa Doctor, natural skincare line. She was the first woman licensed as a naturopathic doctor in the state of California and was the doctor in several world-renowned spas in Utah. She has been featured on various TV shows, including The Doctors and Extra TV. Dr. Cates is the host of the Women's Doctor podcast and the public television special, Younger Skin From Within. Her next book, Natural Beauty Reset, is now available for pre-orders on Amazon and hits bookstores in September, 2022. It was an absolute pleasure talking with her today as she broke down several hormonal myths and really uses her docu-series to advocate for women who know they just don't feel right, yet they're told they're quote unquote normal or that their symptoms are common. Here's a clip from today's conversation. It's really exciting to see more and more research come out about the microbiome overall. And I, I talk a lot about being focusing a lot personally on skin with my own practice and my followers, I talk a lot about the skin microbiome. And so this gut connection is so important for our brain health, for our hormones, our skin, and so much of what women really are looking for when it comes to their health and vitality and how they feel and how they look. And so this is a big part of the docu-series and what people can kind of learn and take away from as far as practical, what can we do about this that's different? than what is commonly out there. That's just a small taste of the amazing show we have for you today. Hey, before we get started, I wanna talk to you about something that comes up pretty often on this podcast. And that of course is lab testing. You see, testing is one essential way to understand the root cause of an illness. And if you're an integrative or functional medicine practitioner, chances are you are placing a ton of orders with a ton of different labs. The Root Cause Medicine podcast is created by Rupa Health, and Rupa is the best way to order, manage, and track results from over 25 different labs in one single place. Thank goodness, no need to create and log into multiple portals ever again. So if you are a practitioner, make sure you go sign up at rupahealth.com to create a free account today. Now, let's get on with the show. Dr. Trevor Cates, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you, Dr. Carrie Jones. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, we're talking about busting myths and balancing hormones because of the docu-series that you started and just going to humble brag that I'm one of the 50 experts that's in it. So I'm really excited to talk about it because as you and I were talking when we were doing the interview, I just kept seeing over and over and over the questions you were asking are all the same questions that I get all the time in my comment section, in my DMs, when I had patients now working for Rupa Health. And I think it's just so important that women, we just don't get taught these things when we were younger. We don't get taught it very much in middle school or high school. And then as we get older, 
there's just so many questions floating around. So just thank you for being on today so we can touch on some of these myths and, and get women really empowered and excited about what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it is really shocking that more women don't know about mm-hmm. hormonal imbalances. That was one of the biggest things that I realized since doing this docu-series is women oftentimes they're struggling with their health. They don't understand that how much it's related to their hormones. And that was something that came up again and again. And even the experts that I interviewed and their personal stories of even gynecologists talking mm-hmm. about how they were really struggling with their health. And some of it were mental health issues. And some of them were, you know, of course, menstrual irregularities, PMS, and, and things that they thought, okay, well, this is just, you know, I see this all the time. So this is just normal, but I'm suffering. Why do I have to suffer like this? Aren't there any other options? And then they found functional medicine, naturopathic medicine, and thought, wow, I can change my life. And then I can go and help other patients. And one of the gynecologists even apologized. She said, I just want to apologize to all those women out there whose uteruses I took out and who I put on birth control pills unnecessarily. Right. And so she said, I wish I'd known then what I know now. And so I think it's so important for this docu-series. I mean, if gynecologists are saying this, then you know this is a big issue. It's a huge issue. And if we take a step back, like what even got you interested in putting together a docuseries in the first place? I mean, that's a huge undertaking. And uh, I mean, it had to have been just all the women coming to you having been in practice for so long and everyone saying, I don't understand. I don't know what's normal. What was the big trigger for you? Yeah, it, I mean, definitely... 22, I graduated from Nature Pilot Medical School 22 years ago. And it's the biggest thing that women come in and usually women come in to see naturopathic doctors once they've been to see everyone else and they've tried everything else. So then we're trying to unravel all the stuff and get to the root causes and layer after layer. And so many women are put on different medications. They would come in to see me there on antidepressants or on sleep medications. They were put on birth control pills, not for birth control, but to manage, manage hair quotes here, <laughs> their hormones. And then they're just kind of, they're just a mess. And then they want to go off the birth control pills. They want to get pregnant or they're just tired of taking them. And they want to get off these sleep medications because of the side effects. And they just are feeling horrible. And so for one, I wanted to help educate women that there are more options out there for them. And then also for the ones that are struggling with their health. And then also to help prevent a lot of these people that come into our clinics to help educate women. And it's interesting because I keep getting asked, well, who is this for? Is it for menopausal women? I'm like, no, it's actually for women. I mean, yes, it's for menopausal women too, but it's for women of all ages. And even my mom, who's 82, is excited to watch this. It's like (laughs) post-menopausal. And then also certainly even like the earlier you could get women watching, young women watching this, it's the better because to help understand how our hormones work. And you speak so eloquently about this and a very fun way of describing hormones, personalities in a way to really help people understand how their hormones are working and how they impact every aspect of our health. And that we can have our hormones work for us rather than against us. But we mm-hmm. just, And there are options for this. And so the sooner we can get this information, the better, but it's also never too late. And one of the things that I like that you have is you've been talking about the docuseries and a lot of the sort of marketing that's going around is, have you ever been told? And I was reading through a lot of the questions. Say, have you ever been told? Have you ever been told that's just normal? Have you been told, well, you, you that expect that? Oh, you've been told, well, you're 35 or 45 or whatever it is. 
And that's so frustrating. That's so frustrating as a woman. What are some of the biggest, have you ever been told or, oh, that's common, but it's not necessarily normal that you learned from talking to 50 of these experts. So for the listeners right now who are going, well, I don't, you know, do I have hormones? I think I have hormone issues. I actually don't know. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's interesting because it's even my own struggles with my health. I had, I actually surprisingly actually had got acne from going on birth control pills. I had acne so severe that I thought maybe I had chicken pox because I'd never had chicken pox as a child. Uh And so it was, it was interesting. It just completely covered. And a lot of women go on birth control pills because of, to help with their acne, but I had the opposite reaction, but, but really showing that it was just messing with my hormones too. And then I, at 30 years old, I was having, experiencing weight gain and I went in to see a gynecologist I was seeing. And I said, I think it might be the hormonal birth control I'm on. And she's like, well, honey, you're 30 now. And so gaining weight is typical. You're not in your twenties anymore. So that's, that's normal. So, and I, you just, so I get it. I, that's just such a frustrating thing. And I'm, you know, I'm 49 now. And I look back at that and go, oh my gosh, 30 is so young. And I, was, <laughs> I feel like I'm fitter now than I was then. But luckily I was a naturopathic doctor then. So I was able to go, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense and go back and get off that hormonal birth control and, and balance my hormones. But in the docu-series, we talk about so many different symptoms. And again, some of them are related to mood. And a lot of women don't realize these changes, these fluctuations that they're going through with their mood. Uh, Some people will realize it's PMS, but a lot of times you don't even realize that that's happening. And so mood symptoms, ups and downs in your mood and feeling anxious, feeling irritable, those sorts of things. Of course, sleep issues are another one. A lot of women are struggling with their sleep and they have no clue. And they're, you know, they're just take melatonin or they'll go see their doctor and the doctor will give them a hair or here, take Ambien and not realizing that their hormones that are out of balance, that could be addressed. I think period pain is just, is one of the big ones for a lot of women be like, well, it's just, you know, let's just part of being a woman, you just have to kind of suck it up and put up with it. And I also don't think many women realize how long perimenopause lasts. Yes. And that is starting. And I didn't realize it even as a naturopathic doctor in my thirties, I didn't really realize what I was going through in my thirties was a lot of it had to do with these early changes that were happening. And so, you know, and the drop in progesterone and all the symptoms that that causes and that it could just, it could be such a simple thing. And so many women experiencing endometriosis, PCOS, and I mean, the list goes on and on. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's, these are some of the big ones. And then when it comes to hot flashes and night sweats, struggling, powering through that, I know my mom was saying recently, she said, well, I'm actually kind of glad that I I had hot flashes because I wouldn't have known that I was going through menopause. I'm like, well, mom, that's not typical. Like most, you know, like, but the thing is, is that she lives a very healthy life. So she just kind of sailed right through it. And some of it is somewhat normal. It's, you know, then our body is giving us these signs, but we don't have to suffer. We don't Mm -hmm. just struggle through it. And so realizing when a symptom is a sign, I think is a big clue. Oh, I love that. I love that. And it's so, I love that you said that about your mom. I remember my mom is in her early seventies. And so she, when she was going through menopause and I would come home for Christmas or break or whatever, my dad would go, 
remember, your mom likes to keep the house subarctic, so dress warm, you know, because <laughs> her hot flashes and night sweats were so bad. So that's what I remember of looking forward to what menopause is going to be like, because nobody, my mom, you know, my mom was just told, well, that's normal. That's expected. There was at the time, you know, there's nothing to do. She didn't do hormones. And, and I think no matter what your age is, uh, I unfortunately think women get told that a lot. Like endometriosis, she brought up endometriosis. I think the average length of time from symptoms to diagnosis is that it's, it's like seven to 10 years, seven to 10, where you've had to actually like really struggle with endometriosis pain and severe, can be severe. And to go seven years before finally somebody is like, oh, you know what? I wonder if you have endometriosis. It's like, hello, right. <laughs> hello. When, you've, when you're reporting 10 out of 10 pain, like let's pay attention to that seven years ago, not seven years later. Right. And then also periods that are so heavy mm-hmm. that your women are ending up in the emergency room because they're, they're like, why am I bleeding so much? Or their husbands are like, why am I, why are you, why, you know, why is this yeah. happening to you? And then the doctors said, oh, you'll, you'll be fine. You know, mm-hmm. this is just, it's yeah, just going through a phase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and instead we're like, it's not a phase. It's not yeah. a phase. Which so in so in the docu series you have nine episodes you have nine sort of subsections and I want to talk about them so the listeners know what they're going to get when they sign up for first of all when they sign up it's completely free which is amazing and it's out this week it's coming out it's today out today right <laughs> yeah it's out now yeah it's out now I'm like looking at the date like double checking it's out now <laughs> so episode one is basically what we're talking about episode one is the like the sort of take back control it's the empowering episode, which is what we've been talking about. And so that episode two gets into metabolism and weight loss. So can you touch on that and explain what people are going to learn as they get into that one? Yeah. And I think one of the big myths that women get, like, you know, and like I was told by the gynecologist, oh, well, you're getting older now. So weight gain is typical. And so we're definitely busting that myth that you can manage your weight and improve your metabolism at every age. And that there are certain things that we can do with our lifestyle. And that's not just eat less and exercise more, but there are actually things that we can do and timing of eating, what foods to eat, and then also gut health and how crucial that is. We dive deep into the gut microbiome and gut health and how that can play a big role in our hormones. Which I love because so many in you go to your doctor and everything's compartmentalized. So if you're like, I have constipation or I have diarrhea, then they hyper-focus, you know, oh, it's your gut, your gut, your gut. You talk about hormones and nobody thinks to talk about your gut. At least they didn't used to. It's starting to become a little more common. It's definitely common in functional medicine. And I think it blows a lot of women's minds, men too, when I say, you know, do you know that your gut plays a huge role in your hormones? I know it's weird to think about. So I love that you're diving deep into that. Yeah, and I think there's, it's really exciting to see more and more research come out about mm-hmm. the microbiome overall. And I, I talk a lot about being focusing a lot personally on skin with my own practice and my followers. I talk a lot about the skin microbiome. And so this gut connection is so important for our brain health, for our hormones, our skin, and so much of what women really are looking for when it comes to their health and vitality and how they feel and how they look. And so this is a big part of the docu-series and what people can kind of learn and take away from as far as practical, what can we do about this that's different mm-hmm. than what is commonly out there. Mm-hmm. Which And the practical piece is key because everyone wants to know what to do. What can I do? <laughs> yeah. What can I take home? Yeah. And it is, it's great. We have this really great balance in the docu-series of 
hearing the problem and understanding the problem and then also getting some solutions to take care of it, to address it, to address the root cause. Which we know in social media is what everybody's searching for, right? It's what everybody saw, what women, I mean, I know the docuseries is offered for women, but men too, I'm not, I don't claim to be, you know, men's hormones is, I can do them, but they're not my, what I love to do. And I still will have men that will write me and go, okay, I know you mainly see women, but can you just explain hormones to me too? I'm like, I know it's rampant. It's rampant. We need this docuseries in like middle school (laughs) and and then play it every decade up so that we get a reminder like, oh, you're entering your 20s, you're entering your 30s, you're entering your 40s. Here's what to 50s and beyond. Here's what to expect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something that we... We need everyone to watch, <laughs> including men. I mean, yeah. it's funny because I have had some men get early access to it that have said, gosh, I wish I'd known this before so that I could help my mm-hmm. wife, my daughters, my sister, you know, all the women in my life. And then they also want to know about their hormones too. Like, okay, so yeah. <laughs> as I'm getting older and my hormones are changing, what do I need to do? Yeah. Yeah. my I'll be uh, 45 in June. And a couple of years ago, I was telling my husband about perimenopause and he comes from, I mean, his mom is alive and, and but he comes from brothers. He is all brothers. And so I'm like, okay, well, here's what happens when it, you know, with perimenopause. And he was like, that sounds awful. <laughs> really? That's what happens to women as they get older. It's like, geez. And it, even though I'm in the hormone field and he listens a lot to what I do, it's still to a semi-educated man around living with somebody who talks about hormones all the time was still kind of a shock to be like, I had no idea that was the change that your hormones are going to go through and what I need to support you on and et cetera, et cetera. So it is important for the men in our life, our fathers, our brothers, our partners, you know, to watch this. And I, I think one of the things is that a lot of times women don't realize that they have an issue until they have a ton of symptoms. Mm -hmm. And so I think the more you start to realize, people start to realize the first sign of a symptom to address it then so that menopause is an easier transition with all the changes that we know happen with our hormones. It's easier to go through it. And my favorite word in the docu-series is resilience, to build resilience so that we can go through these transitional times, whether that's puberty, for trying to get pregnant, pregnancy, postpartum. And perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, these big transitions can be so much easier if we, as soon as we notice the symptom, we're on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> do that. Versus waiting to falling off the cliff. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the next episode is all about stress. It's stress versus rest. And I love that title because we push constantly, don't we? As women, <laughs> we don't rest very well. And we feel often, I mean, I'm stereotyping, but just judging by the comments and the DMs and the patients and being female myself, we definitely take it all on. So how do you handle that? What do you do in that? What is that episode going to teach us? Yeah. So episode three is stress versus rest. And so definitely talk about how to recognize stress. What are some of the early warning signs? What do we, how to pay attention to these? And throughout the docu-series, it's really great how everyone shares their personal stories and their own personal journeys, because you can see that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many people push themselves, push themselves. And then as women, we just oftentimes take on so much. We just power through it. A lot of times because we have to, we've got little kids or we've got 
aging parents and we have to take care of everyone or, or patients or yeah. whatever it is that we're, we're doing, coworkers or we're taking care of other people in our family. But then, then our hormones really start to take a nosedive or you know go haywire as a result of this. And so stress management and sleep, of course, are a big part of this. So we talk about sleep a lot in this and restorative practices, things that you can do to be more resilient so that when you do, I mean, because stress happens, it just, it does. Whether it's getting sick or with having a death in the family or someone else getting sick, you have to take care of them or losing a job. There are so many different things that can happen. And if we build up this resilience, then we can just ease through these times, right? Yeah. And I know that you, uh, <laughs> you, you've talked about my own test results. You looked at my Dutch <laughs> and, uh, laugh. <laughs> and so, and so stress is something, I mean, I personally have to realize, cause like you said, you could just read it from my lab work. Cause you just push through, you just keep going. <laughs> and so I definitely, it's, that's one of the episodes that I have to personally pay attention to. <laughs> And even though I talk about self-care all the time, I have to remind myself to do this too. So I get it. I understand that a lot of times we're like, oh yeah, I need to do stress management. Oh, I know I need to get a good night's sleep. I know I need to do breath work and meditation and all these things, but to actually do it. And sometimes you need an episode like this to go, oh my gosh, I don't want to be like those people. <laughs> I, you know, I need to catch this before it becomes a huge issue. Because I mean, for me right now, I feel great. But obviously my labs are saying, watch out. <laughs> Especially because uh, you, well, you had done the labs and then we were in the middle of the docu-series. And so yeah. I hope you are doing self-care. I hope you do have that on your <laughs> to-do list. You know what? I know it's, it's funny. Like last week, we were working hard on getting ready for the launch. And mm-hmm. I decided with my husband, we, we went to the beach. We went to Santa Barbara and just, I'm working the whole entire time, but I can hear the ocean. <laughs> because I know that this is one of the things that helps me with my self-care. I know if yeah. I could just even hear the ocean or take a break and put my feet in the sand, that is one of the things that helps me. So whatever it is that works for you, I think it's important to do it. <laughs> even the baby steps, even the little things. I think yeah. a lot of us have been taught self-care is huge. Go to spa, get massage, an hour of meditation. I'm like, oh, I, I mean, that'd be wonderful, but I don't even have time <laughs> for that. You know, it's the little five minute breaks. Right, absolutely. That make all the difference through the day. Well, and then that leads to episode five, which is mojo and six, which is sex and romance. And of course, that's a huge topic for a lot of women, especially as they get into perimenopause and menopause. They say, where'd my sex drive go? I it, I don't have any libido. I'm not feeling it. I don't feel mojo myself. I don't feel mojo for others. Like what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, it, it's true. And I've even heard it from some of my, my own girlfriends even of saying, well, I don't really need sex drive anymore. Do I like, do I, do I need this? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, have you talked to your husband about this? How do they feel about it? <laughs> right. So I absolutely, this is, this is a big one. And I think it is one of those big myths of, oh, it just goes away. But then you talk, you hear these other stories, you know, women who really have balanced their hormones, what's possible. And I think that's one of the biggest things is to take away from this docu-series it's not only hearing the stories of all the things that, you know, warning signs, ways it can go wrong, but what does it look like when your hormones are balanced, when they are optimized? What should your life look like? 
and then kind of compare like, where are you now? And where can you be? Mm-hmm. And then what are the steps that I need to get go from where I am right now, which maybe is horrible, or maybe it's like I'm putting up with it, but it could be something even better that you could have more of a, a rekindled romance with your partner that you can get that like energy to do that project that you that write that book or do that thing, go on that trip, do that, whatever it is that you've been thinking, oh, I'd love to do that. If only I had the energy I had when I was in my twenties, right? right? But you hear these stories of, of these other women. I know I'm, I'm in my sixties and I have more seventies and I have more energy than I did when I was in my twenties and thirties. And so you can get that, get your mojo back and get your sex drive back. And so all of those are so important. And you actually skipped over one of my favorite episodes. Oh, toxicity. <gasps> Episode four is oh. toxic. I mean, this is one of the biggest things that, you know, next to gut, gut health, we talk about gut health being so important, but toxicity is a huge thing that disrupts our hormones. So in episode four, we dive into all the different endocrine disrupting chemicals and how they impact our hormones and how they might be playing a role in so many of our symptoms. And so we have to pay attention to this now more than ever because these endocrine disrupting chemicals are not going away and they're just building up in our environment. More of them are being introduced into our air, water, food, and personal care products. And we we have to look at all the different ways we can reduce our exposure to these. It's so essential. So this is one of the most important episodes. If people can only watch one, I would say, do you know, at least watch that one because it is it is one of the biggest things. And we there are things we can do. And also to boost our pathways of detoxification? What can we do to support our detoxification pathways? And I can't believe I skipped that episode when talking about all the episodes because when it comes to especially estrogen, I talk about endocrine disruptors all the time. And for those who are listening and don't realize, so our hormones are part of your endocrine system. And so to have an endocrine disruptor is not something we want. We want our endocrine system to work for us, not get disrupted by all these chemicals. And I was recently listening to another podcast by Dr. Christian Gonzalez as he was talking about it's PFAS, all the PFAS, that they're called the forever chemical. So they're in like waterproof stuff, Gore-Tex, things like that. But they're apparently also in some yoga, like in yoga pants. And so they, these, so companies are now having to test that whatever, however, they make the stretchiness of yoga pants for this chemical because Women are wearing it skin tight to their body, their yoga pants, and they're getting hot and they're sweating and then they're absorbing and their vaginal area, vulva area is getting exposed to it. And what the answer is not known yet because you know these companies are just figuring this out, but what does that mean long-term for us? And that's just one chemical. We just, we have unfortunately so many. And I thought, oh crap, I wear yoga pants all the time. <laughs> that's, that's a mainstay when you work from home. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you wear the cute tops up top and then you yeah. just like... Right, if I it. stood up, you would, well, I'm actually in joggers today, but if I stood up... <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of times people think about how our skin is not going to absorb things like if we swallow it. And while it is different, if you put something in your mouth versus on your skin, what you put on your skin what touches your skin can get absorbed into your bloodstream. And there are so many manufacturers out there that say, oh, it's just such a small amount or it's not really going to get into your system. Well, we're learning more and more that that's actually not true. And that our bodies are these big science experiments because these testing is not done on the combination of toxins. 
And so we say, yes, a small little amount may not matter, but when you add all these other ones to it, and then they, you're getting them every day and you're not giving your body a break, but especially personal care products. Hey, we use creams for hormones, right? We use hormone therapy as creams because we know that's going to absorb into our bodies. But yet people are putting things on their skin and thinking that it's not going to get into their bodies or not paying attention to that. So it's really important. And the good news is there are a lot of alternatives now, natural skincare products. I mean, I make the spot doctor skincare products because, you know, I wanted to make sure that my patients and they had options that were not only clean, but also they still felt luxurious and they actually help support the skin microbiome. So the good news is there are alternatives now, but I think that there are so many of those, like you mentioned, the yoga plant pants that we just don't even have a clue what never else thought. we're exposed to. So at least you can start with the ones that we know and st- just really question anything that, that you're eating, that's touching your skin and clothing. I oftentimes will wash new clothing before I yeah. wear it. I mean, or... And that, you know, just things like that to, and think about what is, if it's being treated for something, if it's got fire retardants or all of these things on it, how is that going to impact the health? So important. And we know it impacts it a lot, which actually leads to episode seven, which is resilience and brilliance. And one of the subs in there, some categories is around autoimmune, which is we know women have a much higher tendency for autoimmune compared to men. And we have a much higher tendency, especially at our transitions, which you had mentioned earlier into puberty, right? In pregnancy, postpartum, perimenopause and menopause, we, these big hormone shifts for us because our immune cells, our immune cells actually have hormone receptors on them. In fact, we have estrogen receptors on pretty much every immune cell we have. So these big shifts can really increase our risk for autoimmunity coupled with everything else we're exposed to. Yeah, absolutely. So increasing our immune response. So creating more of that autoimmune response and then also suppressing our immune response. So we're not as resilient against different viruses and things. So we really want our immune system to be in this balanced state so we can be more resilient. So when we're exposed to things, our bodies can really bounce back and behave the way that it's supposed to. Our immune system is supposed to behave, right? Yeah. And so and before we start adding all these these toxins in and our hormones are all out of whack and yeah. Def out of whack. And that's what women come in and say. They do like, I feel out of whack. I feel like everything's out of whack. Yeah. And it's so true. I think a lot of women come in that come in to see me and many of the other practitioners will say, well, I knew there was something wrong with me. I just, I could feel it. I just, I don't feel like myself, but I've been told I'm normal, that my test results are normal and that I'm fine. And, but I'm not, I'm not myself. And is this really what aging is going to be like? Is this really just something that I have to struggle through? And, and so it trust that. I think it's so important to pay attention. You don't deny it. Don't, don't let somebody tell you that, that it's just normal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I agree with that a hundred percent. And then as we wrap up the docuseries with episodes eight and episodes nine, we of course have to talk about lady parts because a lot of times they don't get talked about very much at all. I've even had patients, you know, who've had children and they'll come in and I'll explain anatomy things to them. And they're like, how did I have children? I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know half the stuff you were telling me. <laughs> like, I yeah. know it's important we talk about it. Right. Yeah. One of the questions I loved asking in this docu series is, what do you wish you were asked 
I mean, what were, would you wish you were taught in sex ed class that you weren't? And so many of the experts, you know, I wasn't taught anything, <laughs> right? But I wish that I had known these things. And that's what we cover just to help people really understand what to expect with their hormones, with the way their bodies work, and also through transitions like pregnancy, postpartum. I think there are a lot of women that get are so excited to get pregnant and then they don't see postpartum have, coming. And then they get hit and they've got postpartum depression and they're in pain and they're recovering. This was to be such a joyful time and that you have a baby, but yet nobody told them what this was going to be like. And nobody told them how to balance their hormones going into this so that you could have a healthy pregnancy and postpartum. And what are the options and what to expect in these different phases? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we round out, we finish the docuseries out with glow. I love that word. <laughs> yes. And it is. I mean, healthy women with balanced hormones are absolutely glowing, right? So we talk about skin and hair and we talk about aging and really how we, you know, go in through these different phases of our lives and how we can age gracefully. And there's so much inspiration in this with the women that are on the older side on this that we interview and how they're like, well, I'm doing all these things and it's so amazing. And I'm better than I was when I was in my 20s and 30s. <laughs> and they're absolutely glowing. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. Well, Trevor, thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited for everyone listening who's like, I obviously have to listen to this whole do- free docuseries. We will have the link in the show notes below. So feel free to click, sign up, get the nine docu, get the, watch the nine episodes. And, but before we sign off, where can people find more about you? How do they find you as they're listening going? I like her and I want to know more about the spa doctor and, and, and what she does and, and all her experience. Absolutely. So I'm at the spa doctor.com. So it's T-H-E-S-P-A-D-R.com. So doctor is abbreviated, but you know, the big focus right now is the docu-series. So go check that out and make sure that you actually sign up because you, we will be sending you in your email, the links to watch these docu-series. And there, uh, each episode is up for 24 hours for free. And then we, we play the next one. So just make sure that you sign up and check it out and tell us, tell us what you think. I love getting the feedback from people. Wonderful. Amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for everything that you do for women. I absolutely love it. I've been following you for a long time, so I just appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you for your interview on the docu-series. Of course. (laughs) It was so fun. (laughs) Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I have one quick favor to ask before you go. If you loved today's conversation, would you mind leaving us a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on right now? My whole goal is education. So positive reviews are actually the number one thing that help new people discover the show. You're amazing. I so appreciate it. And I'll catch you on the next episode.